0: Welcome to the High Plains Hideout. This is the Vu gear review. All right, welcome back everybody. How are you doing? Welcome to the new year. I know, I know, I know. This one took a little bit longer, but honestly, I didn't feel like doing anything during that whole Christmas time period. I mean, I had five days off. I could have probably done something, but I really didn't feel like doing anything. I think we all know that feeling. You know, you're just like, eh, don't care. (laughs) So as we had the don't care time frame and we're now hitting the brand new year, that's right. I'm actually recording this two days earlier than I normally do because I have the day off and I literally have nothing else to do. That sounds really bad when I say it that way. No, I I have other things to do. I should be cleaning up around the house. I couldn't be, you know, goofing off. But it is what it is. Here we are. We're going to do this thing. Um, first up, so we need a reminder that I am not sponsored by anybody. I don't get paid to do this. Um, I have no, you know, backers backing me up going, oh, you should do this um and sending me products or anything everything you get is a product i spent the money on it is hard charging to you coming back and saying hey this is worth the money or not worth the money and yeah so don't expect it you know it's a very unbiased very consumer view of the world i guess would be to put my opinion on it things that i've reviewed um Second up, if you do want to support the podcast, you can head over to anchor.fm uh, slash support or whatever slash VitaVoo gear. gear slash support. Or you can just go to the, the, the dashboard and on the dashboard, you should be able to see a thing that says support. I mean, either way, if you want to support, I'm not saying do it. But if you want to, hey, there you go. It's out there for your abilities. So. Now we're going to ask ourselves a couple questions and we're going to see where we ride with them, see what we think, what we don't think. And the first thing is, is do you feel that some jackets are worth more than others? I know my personal opinion is, yes, I do feel that some jackets are far more superior in price and far better and far more worth that cost. On the other hand, there are things when it comes to a jacket that, if it doesn't meet up, doesn't meet snuff, if you will, I'm going to tell you no. Well, this week we're going to take a look at, I think it's pronounced victos, or however they want to pronounce it, victos, or something, I don't know. I've never actually heard it bothered to pronounce it everywhere, it's just all over social media, from Facebook, Facebook. Uh, if you're on the Instagram, which either of those, you can follow Vida here for you on, including a Twitter account, but I'm not usually on the Twitter account. Uh, every so often I pop on it. Uh, personally, I'm also on MeWe or Parlor If you want to go that route and I'm there, I don't spend much time on either of those either. I just don't spend a lot of time the only one that really gets paid attention to is the instagram and it's usually just because i'm posting pictures of whatever's going on uh whether it's like the new year's eve fire i had out sitting out at the fire pit you know waiting in the cold weather or whatever so these guys i don't know if you're over on facebook or anything else you see these freaking ads for this stuff popping up everywhere and so i said screw it i'm gonna Check it out, and we're gonna see what we get. So the first thing I want to read to you is is the little tag that comes with whatever you buy from them. Okay, uh, fully mission capable, and this is I guess we should say it. We're going over the Combinova or Combinova or yeah, that's probably how I'd say it. Combinova softshell jacket. Um, so here's the little tag thing that comes with it. Fully mission-capable, water-resistant softshell chassis, multi-cam Nyko overlay for durability, micro-grid fleece lining for warmth, stretch back panels for shooting stance, articulated elbow panels for mobility, low-profile cuff design with wrist closure, chest pockets accessible under plate carriers. We'll get back to that one later. Gun vents, sidearm access zippers. Sure. We'll talk about that later as well. Interior communication wiring route, okay. Uh, Two interior zippered cargo carry pockets, sure. US veteran designed and developed and one-year workmanship and materials warranty. I would like to call shenanigans on the veterans designed and developed. And I would also call shenanigans on the chest pockets accessible under plate carriers. There's a few other things I'd like to call shenanigans on, but let's before we start hitting it and you know beating it with the proverbial bat or the whip or anything else, let's talk about the good things. Well, I mean, out of the gate, it looks pretty. That's about what you're gonna get out of me of it. It looks pretty. I generally do not like having anything with multicam or camouflage patterns on them, especially if it's intended uses to be worn as a daily type thing just because, Camouflage makes you stand out. And the last thing you want to do, especially if you're concealed carrying, is stand out. This is basic gray man principle 101 here. So that is my first major kind of gripe about it. But staying on positives for a second. Um, while I will say that it is rather a nice jacket, I didn't find any you know stray strings anywhere. It seems well developed. There is genuine YKK zippers on it. The fabric itself is not bad. It's not great. It's okay. Um, the zipper closures, okay. The the magnets in the pocket thing, I think is kind of cool. Uh, there are a lot of pockets on this thing, but literally four of them are useless. We're not even gonna lie about that. Four of them are pretty much useless. Okay. Uh, I wish they weren't but hey, they are, they really, really are. So, and here, let me slide real quick and grab the ding thing. All right, so here we go, here we got it. You know, fancy jacket. And so, you're gonna get it, if you decide to get it, you're gonna notice that it says, you know, made in, you know, veteran developed in Portland, Oregon. Well, that's kind of cool, except for the is based out of Wisconsin, apparently. And when I got mine, mine was sent from Kentucky. So I'm kind of curious, what kind of show are you running here, buddy? Um, again, that's just, that's really weird. Um, of course, you know, par usual, made in China. Um, not much you can do about that. I mean, most stuff is made in China nowadays, but unfortunately, when you get things made from China and this is where we're going to hit the first of the, that's a pain in the butt thing. The sizing from China to America is never right. Never because let's be honest, their sizes are set for them. So if you go and you get this jacket from anywhere else, but their website and even on their website, I think it's kind of buried the sizing for this jacket, it says go one size up. Okay, one size up. So for me, I wear a large normally, uh, which is a far cry from when I was a young, young pup wearing mediums, and now I wear larges, but now, you know, whatever. Uh, All those years of working out and running around and doing stupid stuff. So... It says order one size up. So I had to order an extra large to fit my chassis, if you will. And overall, I would say if you are not going to run around and do anything actually physical with this jacket, it's probably not going to be too much of an annoyance with that extra size up um, just to get it to fit your body. But the problems I found with it as a somewhat tall person, I mean, I'm six foot one. Uh, I'm not super tall, but I am normally, you know, about normal heights tall. I say normal height, but my ex-wife was like five foot four and she always hated it that I could reach everything she could. Um, Napoleon Complex. <laughs> you know, they talk about the panels and the stretchiness and the stretchiness isn't bad. If you saw on Instagram, I posted, I took this jacket to the range. I've taken it a couple times to the range. Uh, on days when it was super cold and days when it was just kind of meh, uh, nothing particularly great, nothing particularly bad to say about it. It did, you know, as far as water resistant, I can't speak for that because the only thing I've had it in is snow. Um, but it does lack the one thing that I think most of the other softshell jackets truly do have, which is wind blocking ability. The wind blocking out of this thing is no bueno. So, and that has to do with a few of the other features that are on this jacket. But back to the sizing problem, because of you know the way they've got the sizing issue, if I put this on and the sleeves ride where most jackets, when I put a jacket on, most of my larges come down to where they ride about middle of the palm. And that's usually where I'm, I expect a jacket to ride. And that's because if you stick your arms straight up, you'll get a length of where your jacket recedes up your arm, and usually when it gets to a point where, you know, eh, I've got a tattoo that sits about mid forearm, and usually most of my jackets don't even expose the bottom letters on it. Okay, this thing, when I put it on, it feels like I just put on a baseball t-shirt. And if I stretch my arms out like that, so if I'm doing any reaching or doing anything, it really exposes a lot of my forearm, which tells me the sleeves are a lot shorter than they should be. And this thing, it does show that because with my arms down, instead of riding far down, it actually rides right at my wrist level, which is a lot of badness if I'm doing anything And even if you're doing anything tactical, you're running around, you're going to be moving your arms. You're going to be doing that stuff, which means that the wind and everything's going to come flying up through there. And their little fancy, oh, micro fleece liner is not going to be doing anything when your arms are basically out of the wind and everything else. And if you're wearing layers underneath of it, more often than not, your layers are going to be standing out farther or they're going to be pulled up and they're going to end up scrunched up like you're pulling your sleeves up to on a hoodie or something okay that's one big problem i just that's an annoyance to me i can live without it but really that's annoying the sleeve should have probably about another inch and a half two inches of fabric on it um that's just me Uh, I feel maybe if I didn't have such long gangly arms and legs and everything else and I wasn't so tall, maybe it would fit better. And maybe that's what's going on with all of these people that they've got, you know, smiling, wearing their fabric and their clothing on social media is they've got short people who have short arms and do whatever it is short people do. So if you're a short person, I'm sure it will fit fine. But if you're a taller person who is long and long skinny, you know, almost like a bullfrog and, a, and a he, okay, I'm going to get past that one. That just, but you know, you've got long arms, everything else. You're going to not want to get this jacket just because the sleeves don't fit properly. Now does, you know, and even if pulling a firearm into the pocket and the pictures I posted, I was doing with my AR um, pull up and you put it in a position, uh, Very much so, a lot of my arm was still exposed and on a very cold day, which in December, November, October time frame in the Rocky Mountains, yeah, you do tend to run into quite a few cold days. This year, we actually had quite a lot of warm ones. Today, it's actually pretty warm out there. It's in the high 40s, so pretty comfortable. Great day for shooting. Unfortunately, I'm here talking to you instead of shooting, but hey, I got to get it done. (laughs) So. Would I say this is a great jacket for, say, range day? No, I wouldn't. Just simply because if it's even slightly cold, you're gonna get your arms exposed, which means it's gonna start chilling your lower arms, and if you're wearing gloves, and you're just gonna get that one spot that's cold, and it always spreads further up your body, okay? So the next thing we're gonna take a look at, and this micro fleece liner, is it reminds me of, I don't know how many people have waffle shirts. If you served in the military, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, most of you should. If you served in a branch that actually deploys somewhere, you'll probably understand what a waffle shirt is. And it's a cold weather style shirt. Uh, It's got a pullover. It's got a zipper on it. I have two of them still. I love the heck out of them. I wear them a lot during the wintertime. Um, that's what it kind of reminds me of. And that's what the material on the inside kind of reminds me of is that lawful shirt. And maybe it's, you know, Oh, for that familiarness of it. Um, the neck area is very soft. It doesn't, it's not abrasive on there. It's also got a garage for your zipper up top. So if you've got a beard, it will not snag your hair when you zip up all the way. Um, as far as body length, body length is fairly certain dead on, but again, I had to go with size up to get a dead on body length. I'm feeling if I went with a large, I would be, you know, Chris Farley, fat man in a little coat. <laughs> as far as zippers, you know, zippers are all right. Um, the the first, you know, set of zipper you're gonna deal with is, is that General and YKK zipper, and that's the main one. Uh, the two bottom side zipper pockets are fairly nice. They got little dongles and it looks like they put heat shrink over them. Uh, Heat shrink in the electronic world, we put over connections so they don't get abraded, messed up and that basically looks like what they did here on these zippers for the uh, very thin looking cordage that's running through the zippers for the toggles for you to hold on to. And on the main zipper, it's actually got like an actual fabric toggle that's got, you know, feels pretty Looks like they dipped it in the tools stuff. Um, hell, I have a can of it and I can't even think of the name of it. But you know, the stuff you dip your handles for your tools on to give you the little rubberized coating. It feels like they dipped that. Um, you got the side zippers, which are their, what are they called? It, uh, the gun vent sidearm access zippers. Uh, the bottom one doesn't have the toggle. It's got a plastic hardener on it. And of course it's, you know, genuine YKK. Um, once you get it to move, then it moves pretty fluidly. But if it's down all the way, you're gonna have more than likely tear fabric than get that zipper to give. Um, so they did, you know, on their website, they show pictures of guys grabbing it and pulling it up so they can grab their weapon and the zipper just splits it open and, okay. This is not the first time I've seen this design in the jacket. Um, I'm gonna be honest, the first time I saw it, I went, wow, that's cool, and I bought one. I no longer have that jacket. Of course, this was quite a few years ago. I went, this is the worst design ever. Why? Well, at the time, they only did it, so your zipper went one way. This one, it's got a two-way zipper. Ooh, so at the top, I can zip down, and it'll keep the jacket zipped together. The problem with this, and this is the problem that I had with it, is if you live in a place where there's weather, which is pretty much most of the world as far as I'm concerned and understanding. I think we all have weather. Um, Most of us actually prefer the bottom to have a slight elasticity to it. And with these zipper things, you cannot have that elasticity on the jacket. So it leaves the bottom wide open. Well, wind tends to find interesting ways to get to your body. And if you don't have it kind of rubber banded down to your lower sides of your body, even slightly, Wind will come up there and there's nothing worse than wind coming up your jacket because it gets all cold on the nippleies and then you're sitting there trying to do whatever and dealing with that cold. It sucks, it's miserable, nobody likes doing it. And that's the downfall with this design is you cannot put the elastic on there basically to keep it from happening. Now, the other way I've seen this is is that Usually at the bottom seam, they have it completely crossed elastic at the bottom and the gun vent is the top area. Again, if you're wearing this jacket, stand by because most people are gonna look at you like you're probably carrying a firearm. Anyway, even if it's an appendix carry, a three o'clock, a two o'clock, a freaking four o'clock carry, they're gonna be expecting you to have something buried. So that makes you a primary target. Why? Well, multi-cam sunshine, camouflage on a jacket, is not good pattern for everyday wear. If you're on the range and you're a range bunny, knock yourself out. Wear it all the time. That's cool. If you're realistically wearing this, I would not wear this out in the city. It stands out, the camouflage, and then, of course, you have to listen to the stupid jokes of, oh, you can't hide very well. Yeah, grow up. We are not three anymore, okay? So, having put on this jacket and tried several times with the zippers fully extended to where they would normally ride. You cannot pull to get the jacket to pop properly. But thankfully, because it doesn't have any elastic on the bottom, you don't have to worry about it. You can just pull it up and get to it just like you would a hoodie or your t-shirt or your regular shirt uh, that you wear concealed carry. So it's not too big of an issue. It's just a comfort and weather issue. So we deal with the fact that A, the jacket's not windproof. Um, it's not wind resistant and it's water resistant and well i I haven't been able to try it in rain um and rather than go put it on and go stand in the shower and go well it's not waterproof because you know constant downpour um i would have to wait until i got to rain uh we have snow this time of year generally so there you go um the external fabric i mean the fabric itself feels nice it's just the stretchy ability that you need at the bottom to keep the weather from coming out up is just not there. Uh, the internal pockets, you've got these internal mesh pockets and, you know, it's pretty standard kind of mesh. Uh, that's got a little bit of elasticity on it. And if I was, you know, 16 and trying to stick my CD player in some place, that'd be really cool uh it does have plenty of spots for your interior communications or your headphones or whatever you're trying to push through there especially they're mainly all on the uh, left side of the jacket going down to the left side pockets Uh, so the first set of pockets on the outside that we're going to look at are the very bottom ones Uh, these actually are pretty decent pockets it's got a basically a pocket within a pocket So you get a comfortable, warm lining kind of pocket, and then you've got a just normal outer material pocket with the feeling in there. It's not a bad feeling. Um, Again, this is probably about the only really usable pockets I consider usable on this jacket, apart from the internal ones. And again, I don't really use the internal ones for much. Uh, I don't really have a need to. I'd rather have all of my gear and everything rather accessible. So, as we move up, under the armpits, this is the weirdest design I've ever seen. Under the armpits, on each side, there's a pocket that's a Velcro pocket. And, okay, what's with the pocket? Well, it is deep enough that you can stick an AR magazine in here. Probably get an AK mag in here too. Problem with it is, is it's under the arm. And in the pictures, they show people with magazines under there, and I'm sure that's great. But all I can imagine is, is that's going to chafe. <laughs> I've stuck a magazine in there. And I've stuck three different kinds in there, um, 300 Blackout, 556, um, one of my Og mags. The AUG mag did have issues going down there. So I think if you're going with a standard Steneg, you're going to have no issues. But the Og did, you know, have issues going down there. And it's a weird pocket because it's kind of just triangular based anyway. Um, so I feel like if you threw some change in there, you'd get down to the very bottom of your jacket and be jingling around and be really annoying. But I don't see a purpose for it. it. Maybe if I was trying to hide some secret documents, but I'm feeling that somebody would eventually go, why do you have Velcro under your armpit? Oh, no reason. There's no secret documents under there. And then, you know, they'll go for the secret documents. So the next ones up on the pocket wise are on the chest. And these are the ones that they say are chest pockets accessible under plate carriers. My response to this is, is what plate carriers? Because I tried it under a plate carrier. I tried it under a chest harness, the chest rig. Uh, I tried it under an Alice loadout. I tried it under three separate loadouts and could not get to these pockets comfortably. Um, I think this is the next problem that I have with it. For a pocket that you use under body armor, most of us who have worn body armor, worn plate carriers, we all know that we stick our arms on the cummerbunds and we just slide them in and they end up being right around mid chest, right about where the sternum is. So if you've never worn it before, just take your hands and find the bottom of your rib cage, right where your diaphragm region is and just place your hands there and that's about right where your hands are gonna ride in body armor. Uh, Some people stick their arms out a little bit further on the sides so that gives them some extra width. Most of us just used to tuck them back and give us aerodynamics. Um, (laughs) It just was about keeping body warm. You were just curled into your body armor, especially on cold weather. So these pockets sit roughly on your upper pectoral region. So on your upper pectoral, to get to these pockets, means you'd have to move most of your armor away. This is where most of your weight's gonna be riding on your armor, where the buckles are gonna be sitting. If you've got a detached kind there, um, if you've got any of the H harnesses or Y harnesses, they cross right over these and they're pulling down and they're putting the weight right over these. So you're gonna have to arrange to get to these pockets and that's you know that if that's what you want to do that's fine well if you're like oh i want to stick my hands in these pockets well good luck because the angle they're at is ludicrous um basically you you're taking the y from the ymca dance move your hands down at an angle so that you look like chickens trying to fly and then your hands will slide into these pockets but if you try to move your arms anywhere further down so you feel comfortable it turns your hands at a angle and you start looking like t-rex the only thing you need to do is start stomping around and going rawr because that's the angle these pockets sit at it's terrible um i don't see who would have thought this was a really good idea um the only thing i found they were useful for was relegating my phone to it Uh, i couldn't find anything worthwhile sticking in these pockets because really they're just not helpful in any way um you're not your hands aren't going to go into them comfortably um, really to make these useful they should have rotated them so they were flat sideways and then brought them down probably about a good eh, four or five inches and then they could have been at least somewhat been usable for a chest area otherwise they're they're just not good they're no bueno there's no reason for them um, the magnet idea, I think is one of the coolest ones I've seen yet. It's a great way to, you know, cut zippers and stuff like that and weather flaps and everything else. I think that's kind of cool. And even if you stick the jacket the other way, I think, no, nope, no, the magnet doesn't work if you do it the other way. Should have thought about that one there, guys. So all in all, ugh, here's what I'm going to tell you. I spent 165 bucks on this. I did not get it from their website. I bought it through GovX, which is where I tend to do a lot of shopping just because I like discounts. And even with a discount, I was paying, you know, 170 or so with shipping. And that's, that's fine. That's one thing that, okay, I got it. I've spent money. I've spent more than that on clothing. Whether it's, you know, combat pants, or combat shirts, or even other jackets. I have other jackets that cost more than this, what I paid for this. They're also far more efficient, far better than this. Um, Matter of fact, I'm testing the UF Pro, one of the UF Pro jackets right now. And honestly, I will tell you that it is 10 times better than this jacket. And the full price of this jacket on the Victo's website is $195. So you add on shipping and you're sitting over $200. Um, I'm going to tell you for $200, I would not buy this jacket. Straight up would not buy this jacket. I do not recommend buying this jacket. Um, They put out a thing where they're doing a huge sale right now for the new year. Uh, If this thing was down to like 80 bucks, I would say go ahead and get it. Because really, this is on the quality of stuff I expect to buy from Rothko. And I know somebody's going to be like, Um, and I'm serious. This is what I would expect from Rothko. It's not super. It doesn't really meet the needs of a wearer, but it looks cool. It's just useless. It's not good for anything. If this had come out and they had made this jacket and say the, the sleeves were, you know, even if the sleeves were where they're at right now, I could deal with that. Um, I could deal with the fact that when I lift my arms up, the sleeves come up and I look like I'm wearing a baseball shirt. I could deal with the slight tightness that comes in under my arms when my, you know, shoulder flexes in this thing. I could deal with that. If the side zippers were gone and I could actually tighten the bottom of this so weather did not get in, I would be okay with that. But those are things that this jacket just misses. Useless pockets. Weathering is terrible. And yeah, the micro fleece lining is okay. It's nothing to write home about. I've got, you know, my UF Pro jacket. It's like a whoopee. (laughs) It's like wearing a whoopee with extra lining and padding to help keep you warm. I was out last night at the fire and I was out there for two hours. And the coldest I got was on my butt. (laughs) because <laughs> I was wearing just regular jeans. Okay. That was my cold spot, not my upper body, my butt, my backside was the cold hat. All right. If I'd have been wearing this thing, I feel like I wouldn't have probably made it even an hour. Um, and that would, and to even give more insulation, I would have thrown on probably a wooby hoodie with this. Um, when I went to the range wearing this jacket, I was, I had my North Face TK 100 fleece, uh, Liner or fleece mid layer underneath this to provide a little bit of extra warmth, but it was still, you know, wind was coming in. uh It was very chilly, and when it's 17 mile per hour winds in Wyoming, it's just a normal day for me. But when 17 mile per hour winds, or even if you go out in two to three mile per hour winds, and the wind's cutting up there and it's cold, that's no bueno. That's not going to do you any good. So. I would say no, don't spend that much money on this jacket. Um, if they drop the price down 80 bucks, brought out even, you know, Ranger green, blue, black. We already know they've got multicam and multi-cam black. It can't be that hard to just make a black, a coyote, a Ranger green, and a blue. And just do that. I have a feeling it'll come off 10 times better. Get rid of these stupid armor pockets, because they're not. They really aren't. I don't know if you're telling me this was designed by a military personnel. I'm going to tell you they probably never wore body armor in their life. Because I could not access this. Whether I was wearing LBE, plate carrier, or an Alice rig. Um, The chest rig, nothing. I could not access these pockets. They were pushed down. And... You know, if you're wearing, say, a plate carrier that doesn't have plates in it, no, nothing on it, no magazines, nothing, just a plate carrier that's all flippity-floppity, maybe you'll get into these pockets. Maybe. But if you have a plate carrier and you don't have plates in it, you don't have mag pouches on it, you don't have med pack on it, you don't have a backpack on it or any, you know, a helmet carrier or anything on it, why are you having that would be my question. You know, my Alice rig, I have, you know, Magazine pouches on it, knife on it, med pouch, drop pouch for magazines for when I'm doing trials and shit. Okay? I have all sorts of weight on there. I usually carry four mags fully loaded of 29 rounds. That's fully loaded for me. Um, Of 300 blackout or 556 on them. Okay? If I cannot reach these pockets, then there's no point in having them. As far as the mag, pouch, whatever weird pockets, secret ninja document storage pocket, that's stupid. I'm sorry. I have no reason for those pockets. Other than, what the hell is this for? What am I going to ever stick in here? Oh, well, in the pictures, they stick a magazine in there, and then you stick a magazine in there, and you go, this is just going to beat on me. Why would I carry this here? That's stupid. Don't do it. I'll stick it in my pockets and my pants first, okay? And since most tactical pants, especially tactical jeans, have pockets built specifically for AR mags, you'd be better off going that route anyway, if you're going to go tactical. So, who is this jacket for? I can't tell you. I know... I asked the questions. I went on their social media, and I asked before I got this jacket. And... The recommend I was looking for a recommendation between two separate jackets. Hey, what do you think between these two jackets? What's the one that I should check out? And apart from smarmy comments from, I guess, their, their street team or their public relations kind of people or whatever, influencers, um, which, to be fair, if I'd been there in person, I'd have probably throat punched just for being stupid. Buy both? No, I don't want to buy both. I asked a question. I don't want to buy both. If I wanted to buy both, I'd have said, ha ha, I'm going to buy both. No, I wanted to know. Um, my response to this is, is, look, if you're going to spend $200 on a jacket, don't buy this one. You can buy jackets from Pentagon Tactical that are true soft shell waterproof, windproof, and in multiple camouflages, including Badlands, um, Greek lizard and stuff like that, and plain colors for cheaper than this jacket. You can buy North Face, that's right, North Face, you know, the famous outdoors company, North Face, you can buy jackets that are soft shell jackets that are better than this for cheaper. You can buy UF Pro jackets, cheaper than this thing and honestly uf pro is outfitting tons and tons of tactical units around the world i think there's something there all you're seeing this brand and do with their stuff is influencers and you know they got a catalog they put out a bunch of stuff and i can't say all of their stuff is bad maybe their gloves are awesome but guess what I've been using the same pair of gloves when I climb towers and everything else from the range. and everything. Perfect. Never had issues with them. Love them to death. Have bought multiple pairs. Why? Because I have them in also all of my different gun bags. <laughs> they're all over the place. So they're hanging off S-Beaners around bags all over the place. I have blacks. I have greens. You know, whatever. I don't need, oh, well, look at our tactical gloves that you can put letters on. No, thanks. Don't need it, homie. That's stupid. Well, look at our technical gloves that have a skull with nods on it. That, I don't really care. That doesn't float my boat, homie. I don't need it. Well, look at our new shoes we made. Yeah, that's great. Don't care. Well, look at this. No, I don't need it. All right. This product makes me worry about their entire product line. This feels, you know, for $195, this feels cheap. I feel, and I, like I said, is I feel like this is something I would expect to get from Rothko. And honestly, I would tell you to go check out a Rothko or even Condor before this jacket. Uh, I've personally relegated it to the pile of things that may or may not one day end up at Goodwill. Because it's just not a good jacket. Um, heck, if I see a short veteran sitting outside Walmart, I may just give it to him savvy you know like look this thing's not great but here you go homie um i cannot recommend this to anybody you know it looks cool in pictures and i'm sure if i was five foot eight and had short arms and short legs sure it would be a great jacket unfortunately it does not fit well the function is useless um other than wow, that's a neat looking jacket. It's not worth it. I wouldn't wear it to the range. I have, I don't recommend it. Um, I wouldn't wear it out in public, mainly just because it's it's gaudy to me. But I, I again, I don't do camouflage. Um, unless I'm literally going with the sole intent of, I'm in the woods, I need to hide, I'm not taking camouflage. I'm not the dude that's walking into Sportsman's Warehouse wearing my freaking mossy oak pants, bib overalls and you know stuff for hunting season. I'm the dude that's going to walk in in a pair of blue jeans, a black jacket with a ball cap. Get what I need to get. Get out of there. Why? Because I don't want people going, oh, look at that dude. He's probably got guns all over the place. No, I don't want to stand out. This screams, hey, look at me. You know, that you, it, some of you might remember it. And if you go on YouTube, I'm sure you can find them. Just, you know, look up Mad TV. Look what I can do. And that's literally what this jacket screams to me. Look what I can do. Nothing useful, but I can do things. That's this jacket in a nutshell. Savvy? All right. Now, I don't know. If you think, you know, hey, I'm kind of short. Maybe I can get away with it knock yourself out don't pay full price for it wait for a sale and you know there's always sales going on on the internet go buy it on govx remember though if you're gonna buy it you gotta go a size up from what you normally buy so if you buy a medium buy a large if you buy large buy extra large if you buy extra large i don't know if they have a 2x large you're on your own on that one i didn't pay that much attention i don't go that far into it um Grab a little break of water there for a second. If, you know, that sounds all that great, go get it cheap, man. Do that cheap. As far as, you know, this veteran designed and developed, I want to meet the veteran. Anybody wants, you know, come out and say, hey, this was my design. I want to talk to you. Find out what you did. Because you obviously didn't wear body armor. Obviously didn't wear LBE. You don't know what you're talking about with. Gun vents, side access, zippers, and chest pockets, accessible under plate carriers. Nah, they're not. I've tried it. Tried it with three separate pieces of kit. Didn't work. You're up to duff. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, you know, I, I understand. Hey, cool. If you want a jacket that looks cool, but isn't effective at anything, there you go. Um, you know there's a when you get you know their warranty card that comes with the jacket and it literally is it's you know it's got a thank you note on it that's all of two sentences and most of its phone numbers and emails for customer service and um we want you to have a positive experience don't get me wrong it's not a bad jacket if you know you're just wearing it if you're going to do anything in it like go up a hill hiking I wouldn't recommend it. If you're gonna conceal carry, I wouldn't recommend it. If you're going to an airsoft tournament, I wouldn't recommend it. You know, um, it's got a warranty on it, it's a one-year warranty. If anything falls apart and you feel it was a manufacturer's defect, they'll f- do something. <laughs> you know, they'll reevaluate and decide what it is, but it's all on their side, they get to decide. Uh, returns and exchanges, you know, the normal stuff, other than the 20% restocking fee, I hate when companies do that. That's like, screw you. Oh, well, if you don't have the original tags in the packaging, well, guess what, sunshine, sometimes shit happens. I pull your jacket out, try it on, and if it doesn't fit, I want to return it. I've already took the tags off and maybe threw it away. uh, You know, whatever. You're up the creek. And then, you go a 30% discount for military, veterans, and law enforcement. You just got to go through GovX which is what I did. Um, You can use it on their website. They've got the GovX connection. And then they talk about, you know, Victos LLC, Janesville, Wisconsin. Remember that? I said, you know, Wisconsin. My package came from Kentucky. But everything on their stuff says it was designed in Oregon. So which is it? Where are you from? Where's your shady shit coming from? Um, You know, but their warranty card is a, a sticker packet. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of other companies that could take the cue from that. You know, hey, you ordered our product. Here's a sheet of stickers. Because for some reason, I don't care who you are, or how old you are, you get a sheet of stickers, you become two. And you want to just stick stickers everywhere. Um, you know, my gun case for my freaking AR-10 is covered in freaking stickers from H&K and everybody. Why? Because I got stickers. <laughs> Two-year-old with stickers. Yay! It's even got coffee stickers on it. Okay. So do I, you know, I can't recommend this jacket to anybody. I really can't. Um, there's a lot of things I think could be fixed with it. Um, but for that price tag, man, don't do it. Go buy Rothco, go buy North Face, go buy Pentagon Tactical, Hell Helicon Tactical, any of these groups, there are jackets 10 times better and 10 times cheaper. UF Pro. You know, right now you can get one of the UF Pro softshell jackets for like 150 bucks. Still cheaper than that thing. And it's got way more love and care put into it than this thing. <laughs> you know, weather-wise, um, I would put this as a spring, uh, a slightly chilly spring day kind of jacket. Not like, well, chilly for me, I guess, is like 30. So whatever you might consider chilly, which I know most of the country is like, oh, it got to 60 today. It's an awful chilly day. Um, Unless you're in the south and then it's like, oh, my God, it got to 70. We're freezing to death. (laughs) Unless you're on the coast. Uh, I remember being in Mississippi and it snowed and everyone lost their mind. But, you know, whatever you consider a chilly day, it might be okay for that. It's not going to do well in cold. Uh, It's not going to do well with wind. It's not going to do well with a lot of things. Um, I don't consider it good for weather. So I know I've rehashed quite a few times. I'm just trying to get that point across to everybody. I don't recommend this at all. Um, I wish I could the amount of money i spent on it i really wish i could but i can't so that's a uh that's the debbie downer talk for the day um also you know i'm it's a new year we're starting off with a hey don't do this (laughs) should be a positive review uh that'll probably be next week's or well next not next week's but the next one um i think next one i've got lined up is going to be the swamp fox tactical our Swamp Fox Optics uh, Tomahawk 1x8. Um, and their mount for it, which is, what the heck's the name of the mount? Uh, the Independence Mount. Uh, we'll be going over the two of those next time. And then probably some more UF Pro stuff after that one. So, if you made it this far, awesome. Thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, I think we're going to call it a nice, easy, beautiful day. Get out there, carpe some DM. enjoy this new year. Do not let it be as bad as this last one was. Take back the year. Go out there and start living your lives. Uh, As for me, we'll see you out there. Maybe we'll see you on the range, but be smart, be safe, and be ready. We'll see you next time.